the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's I on Real Estate on AM 970. The answer. This is I on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. From the heart of New York City and the tri-state area to the most active real estate hotspots across America. Keeping you plugged in to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news and legal developments to everything you need to know about buying or selling a property. Benefited by the advice of the experts. Now, here's the host of I on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. Good morning, everyone. Happy Saturday. Beautiful Saturday. I'm Dottie Herman. Welcome to Iron Real Estate. And as you probably know, since we've been on the air for at least 10 years, um, the real estate market is very unique, all through the United States. I call it the universal language because everybody wants to know about it and all the components that go into it, which are a lot. Um, so we're here to help you with our financial expert, Stephen Eber, our I said Stephen, I legal expert, um, our financial expert Tom True, and myself, the real estate expert. You'll have to forgive me. I just flew in from L.A. I was at a private party for Stevie Wonder and Elton John, which was absolutely over the top. Um, but today is our Halloween show, so it's only an hour. So you're going to want to stay tuned and ask any questions, you know, early because we're only on an hour today. Uh, we have a very, very special guest, okay, because it's Halloween and we want to celebrate Halloween. Uh, we have the amazing Kreskin. I'm sure you've heard about him. Um, he has been on TV. He has been, he's given, he's given so many predictions. Uh, he has announced so many things that have happened. I think you all know him. I manifest. I got a lot of emails that of people that I can't wait to listen to him. Um, so he's going to be on. He's going to give you some of the predictions that he's done already, and um, some of the things that he sees coming in the future. You're not going to want to miss him. He'll be on at 10:30. And with that, I just think that it's so important. First of all, just to say happy Halloween. I love Halloween. And um, I think because of the pandemic, it's going to be an extra special Halloween. But just make sure your kids are safe with traffic and things like that. And you know that Halloween is celebrated each year on October 31st. And it's tradition. And the, the kids are going to go crazy. Halloween has become the third most popular American holiday after Christmas and Thanksgiving. And consumers will spend $8 billion on Halloween-related goods, including 600 million pounds of candy. Great for the teeth. 25% of all candy sold in America is sold on Halloween. And home decorations count as 2.6 million. So Halloween is pretty big. And I don't know about you, Stephen Tom, Stephen Tom, but didn't you love Halloween? 
Absolutely, Dottie. You know, it's a fun holiday, you know, and you get a chance to take out the kids. And, you know, it gives you a real sense of where they are. You know, you go out with the young kids, the older kids are with their friends, uh, and it's a great time. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It really, uh, really we're is. Still celebrating it. We're we're actually having a Halloween party later today. The house is all decorated uh, with cobwebs and spiders oh. and ghosts. And, uh, yeah, so we're excited uh, to celebrate as well. Yeah, it's just a fun holiday. I would be lost to that. I love Halloween. I think a couple of years ago they were trying to take it away, saying it was Satanist. But you know they can't take away every holiday. But you know what? I really, really want to go through this, Stephen. You have uh, a famous case that you talk about that's in the books, and it's a haunted house in Nyack. And I think you refer it as, or the legal community refers to it as, the Ghostbusters case. Yeah, absolutely, Dottie. Sure, it's it's one of my favorite cases. And you know, usually getting a new home is, is definitely a treat, but you got to watch out for those tricks. And you know what? You need to find out and make sure that when you're working with real estate agents that you have one that's telling you what's going on. And also when you have the right kind of contract for the right representations and warranties. But this case, which is a fascinating case from over 30 years ago um, in Nyack, uh, over in uh, Rockland County uh, in New York, involves the Stambowski family and the Ackley family. And Stambowski was coming from the city and looking to buy a home and put down a deposit. And the house was going to be purchased for around $600,000, and they had a $32,500 deposit. And then all of a sudden, they're in contract, they're moving towards closing, and then they find out something very, very spooky about the house. This beautiful Victorian house, which was built um, nearly 100 years beforehand, had a reputation for being haunted. Now, some people believe in ghosts, some don't, but the law didn't really decide if ghosts really exist as a matter of law or not. Well, that's an interesting question. And what happened was the parties were talking. The seller says they swear that in conversations they disclosed verbally that the house was haunted. The buyer said they didn't hear about that at all. And there was nothing referencing any ghosts or spirits or poltergeists or chains or shaking beds in the night in the contract. And so what happened was the buyer said, I want out. But after they signed a contract and the contract was completely silent on whether the house was haunted. Now, I want you to hold that thought for a second. And then I want to go back in time for a second. Wait, so there's nothing in the contract that says that the house was haunted. Correct. The contract says nothing. And of is course, there a legal, a t- just a question, Stephen. Is there something that could be legally, is there a legal definition that you would know a house is haunted or you just think it's haunted? Well, not exactly. I mean, right. And, and I want to throw in a few more facts before, before I give a full answer to that question. But there's okay. not really, you know, there's not really uh, an answer there, right? I mean, it's not a clear fact, a proven fact, if ghosts exist or not, right? Um, there's Hi. people think it is. Some people have had experiences. Some don't believe in it. But no one's been able to prove it one way or the other. So then what's happened is this house had a reputation of being haunted. 
And what made it very interesting is that Mrs. Ackley actually helped foster the reputation of being haunted. And this happened all before they put the house on the market. So there were stories about ghosts being in there and beds shaking. Um, There was one case of just a set of feet in moccasins walking through the house. But the Ackleys also said that they were friendly ghosts, never hurt anyone, never destroyed anything. Um, But a, a key fact was she went out of her way to foster the reputation that the house was haunted. So here we are a number of years later. And by the way, this is in the 1990s, right? So this is not centuries ago. This is from the 1990s, about 30 years ago right now. And this case is being decided. So then what happened is they went before the court. And in New York, the trial-level court is called the Supreme Court. So Stambowski went to the Supreme Court and said, there is a latent defect, a hidden defect, that there was no way to otherwise find. Right? If you do a title search, you look at who's the owner, are the taxes paid, is there a mortgage to pay off? There's no option to say, I'm going to do a haunted house search. There's no haunted house database out there, right? The bank goes in and right. does an appraisal and looks around and says, okay, house looks like it's in fine condition. It's got a kitchen. Okay, things seem to be working. They don't hang around at midnight to see, you know, am I going to see a poltergeist, you know, floating by? That's not how it works. So the Stambowski said there was no way we could find out about this. And Ackley said, look, we had no duty. We had no duty to go out of our way. It's up to you to do good. So they lost? Steven? I think he was Steven. But to that to that point, um, there is a case that I was reading about that the conjuring, which house owner sued Warner Brothers, the owners of Rhode Island Farmhouse that inspired the 2013 horror movie, The Conjuring, said the film turned their life into a real-life nightmare. The homeowners say they've been intimidated and, and, and they've been had people calling by movie fans, trespassing on their property. But when The Conjuring opened in theaters, it was a box office hit that raised in $137 million in the United States and terrified audiences all around the world. Since the film's release, the 60-year-old property has been spooked by the court. And, okay, the papers, the court papers described as a siege of their property by movie fans desperate to see the real-life house. And is there such a thing as stigmatized property? I don't know if I lost Steve or I didn't lose Steve, but... Um, hey, Dottie, you know what it reminds me of? I don't know if you've, you've seen uh, that show on Netflix, The Watcher, um, which... Yes, you know, yes, I've watched Jersey, that. Right? With, yeah, you saw that, right, with, the, with that address? And apparently that's a real address in New Jersey, and it's causing all kinds of commotion in that neighborhood with people driving by to see the home and... Um, it's, uh, you know, what? You know you I know what, Tom, you, what is that on Netflix? Yeah. Netflix. Watcher, on, yes. And, 
Yeah, it's really good. You should watch it. It, it, it. Yeah, that that's true. It's 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 a property that is kind of it's true. And is it is there such a thing as a stigmatized property? You know what? I asked people, and there was like a lot of surveys, and they said, Tom, how would you know if someone died in a house that you're buying? And do you have to disclose it? And when they, they, when they polled, you know, people, people said, we're not telling. And even if someone died in the house, we're not telling. But if you would really want to know if someone died in the house that you're buying, you can get answers. And here's where you go to, at diedinhouse.com. Hi, I'm, I'm back. We got disconnected. Yeah, you for did. But we, 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 helped, we, we went... We talked about another case uh, uh, with Warner Brothers, and then Tom talked about the uh, thing on Netflix that's on now. Uh, that that's about a real house. But legally, if someone died in a house that you're buying, I was reading a survey that people said well, we wouldn't tell even if it was true, and I said you can get answers at diedinhouse.com, as the name suggests. The website tells you who, if anyone, has died in the place you call home. So if that's important to you, some people are superstitious, and some people really don't care. Uh, but if you do care, I think I, would you want to know, Tom or Steve? Well, we let me if I if I made there. So before I got disconnected for a second, if I just finish up that last story for a second. So the interesting thing is that house, the haunted house, the Ghostbusters house in Nyack, which was on the market 30 years ago for around 600000 has traded multiple times and most recently sold for $1.9 million. So here's what I would say. Whether you do believe or don't believe in ghosts, where the house is or is not haunted, real estate in New York sells very well, and it, and it tripled in value over the last 30 years. And by the way, it's had some famous owners. Uh, if you know the, the internationally famous uh, singer, Matis Yahoo, he actually lived in the oh. house for about five years. He, he lived there until about 2019, and he raised kids there. And so, you know, regardless of the answer, you know, the, the spookiness that might be there isn't scaring the buyers away when it comes to a quality product. Well, it would scare me away. I don't think I'd want to buy a house. Like, would you buy the house? You know, I'm from Long Islander initially. So, you know, everyone knows the Elm Street haunted house. And, uh, Tom, you, I'm sure you heard of it. And Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. If we had a two-hour show, they're on every. I have the, the owners on every year, different owners who bought it, who thought it was great. But it you wouldn't catch me buying that house on Elm Street. Well, how many people were murdered? The whole family was wiped out, correct? Something like that. So, you know, I really yeah, wouldn't I feel comfortable. But again, that's me, just my opinion. But that leads me to another question, Stephen. In real estate, stigmatized property is property which buyers or tenants may shun for reasons that are unrelated to its physical condition or feature. They can include a death of an occupant, a murder, a suicide, a serious illness and a belief that the house is haunted. The concept is controversial. It is argued that the seller has a duty to disclose any such history of the property. Um, but these guidelines vary from jurisdiction to jurisdiction. What do you what do you feel about that? Does a tenant have does a homeowner 
have to uh, disclose that? I personally feel they should not have to disclose it. I, I think the New York standard makes sense. Let buyers do their due diligence, go through a process. I mean, the reality is there's unfortunate events that happen at different levels in different places. And, you know, at the same time, they're selling a physical product. They're not selling a spiritual product. The interesting case about the Ghostbuster case that I mentioned is that it turned on the fact that the seller went out of their way to promote a certain defect that they did not disclose. Um, you know, and that, that's where I, I could see the one exception potentially being out there. That could make sense. But generally speaking, you know what? At the end of the day, you're buying a physical product, and that's what it is. Yes, and again, we're doing this show. You know, this is a – we're doing a show, um, and we're talking about – the tri-state, but, you know, if you talk nationally, there are some jurisdictions in the United States that require property sellers to reveal even if murder or suicide occurred on the premises. Uh, California state law does if the event occurred within the previous three years to protect sellers from lawsuits. Florida state law does not require any notification. North Carolina sellers and agents do not have to volunteer it. So you have to find out from your state. But let me ask you this. If you're very concerned, and if that's something that would bother you, like like if having somebody, you know, some people are even spooked if somebody died in the house. If that's something that would bother you, I would imagine, I'm not an attorney, so correct me if I'm wrong, Stephen. If I ask the seller, by the way, is this house haunted, or did did anyone die in this house the last five years? Wouldn't they have to answer honestly? Well, it's a great question. Do they have to answer honestly? Um, it, it sort of depends, and and the reason I say it depends. It depends. And and the re and the reason is it depends what they're answering and how they answer it, and when you bring up your comment, right? So here's the thing: Are we talking about a verbal conversation? Are we talking about a representation and warranty in the contract, right? Does it say seller represents there has never been a death in the house? Or does it say to seller's knowledge, making any increase, seller is not aware of a death, right? The wording matters. And then, of course, the last point is very, very important. Regardless of how it's worded, at what point is, is the buyer barred from making any complaint? The contract in New York and in most jurisdictions around the country covers the time period of when you go into contract and have a legally binding agreement until the closing of title. If you want something to last beyond the closing of title, you have to put in language that the contract with those representations, quote, survives the closing. And that way the buyer would have a remedy afterwards. Because think about this. If the buyer is most likely not going to know about this issue until well after they've closed and moved in. So even if you're fighting, get something on this topic in the contract, you got to have a right to go after closing. When my eyes beheld an eerie sight, for my monster from his slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, a little Halloween music. I love Halloween. I just love it. it. By the way, 
Because this is where extraordinary happens every day. Classes, smaller. Professors, more like mentors. Clubs and organizations to jump into, over 90. Graduating salaries, 28% higher than the national average. Over $70,000 a year for baccalaureate grads. A U.S. News & World Report best college with exceptional undergraduate programs, graduate and doctoral programs, certificates and continuing education. Top-ranked academics with hands-on learning in healthcare, STEM, arts and humanities, social work, psychology, and the business and teaching professions. With career guidance that's won national recognition. More scholarships, more internships, more friendships. Wherever you're going, whatever your age, whatever your goal, you can expect extraordinary. Adelphi University. Learn more at adelphi.edu slash exceptional. I'm Rob Taub, host of Broadway at the Russian Tea Room, a unique radio program for fans and industry pros. We celebrate theater, but not just the stars. While we've featured renowned thespians like David Threlfall and Kelly O'Hara, our guests have also included Tony Award-winning director Scott Ellis, scenic designer Scott Pask, Jessica Blank, and Eric Jensen, the creators of the off-Broadway hit Coal Country, and film producer David Winkler. Writers have included comedy legend Alan Zweig, Bell and best-selling author John Sanford. We even discovered indie film director Sofia Alvarez. Our in-depth interviews take you inside the creative process so you learn how a production really comes together. Tune in to AM 970 The Answer on Sundays at 5 p.m. or live stream at www.am970theanswer.com. My Pillow is having their biggest bed sheet sale ever. The My Pillow Percale sheets are available in a variety of colors and all sizes. Now on sale, for example, the queen size, regular price $89.98, now only $39.98 with your promo code. Order now as there is a very limited supply. The My Pillow Percale sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. They have deep pockets to fit over any mattress. The My Pillow Percale sheets come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code AM970 to receive the MyPillow percale sheets for as low as $29.98. Order now, because when they're gone, they're gone. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code AM970. That's 800-651-0798. 800-651-0798. Use the promo code AM970. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Syracuse football remains ranked, now number 16, and Notre Dame visits the Dome for the first time in nearly 20 years. It's Saturday with a noon kickoff. Join us for Orange Pregame at 11 on AM 970, The Answer. New York's home for Syracuse University football. 
Hi there, advertiser. You've been flirting with all those social platforms lately, haven't you? Paying for every click? That can add up. What you need is a more rewarding relationship. You need me, New York City Radio. I'm the opposite of high maintenance. Some people even call me cheap, just not to my face. New York City Radio, the cheap, sorry, cost-effective way to get your ads heard by over 16 million New Yorkers every week. Visit nycradioads.com to meet the media channel you'll fall in love with. Sponsored by New York City Radio Stations. Like AM 970, The Answer? Then don't forget to like us on Facebook. Interact with us. Share your thoughts about your favorite shows. Give feedback to our hosts. Share your opinion on hot topics. Learn about events and more. AM970TheAnswer.com Okay, we're back. And I first, before we go on, I have an amazing guest, and um, you're just—he's just phenomenal. Okay, um, it's the amazing Kresking. And he's been received worldwide recognition for his extraordinary predictions, often dealing with international affairs and sports. He's been on Late Night with Jimmy Fallon. Kreskin predicted the 2012 United States presidential election 18 months before Election Day, as revealed on Fox Television for the 2016 Super Bowl. Kreskin made three predictions. He foresaw the deciding quarter of the game the winning team, and their final score. He released his 20th book entitled In the Real Time, featuring his major predictions for the next several hundred years. The day that Donald Trump was elected to the presidency, Fox Television News revealed that Kreskin predicted Trump's election 11 months ahead of time. So, with no further ado, uh, the amazing Kreskin. We're so thrilled that you could be on our show today. Oh, okay. So he's will be calling in a few minutes. So before that, I also just want to thank Citizens Bank. Um, and they were founded to help citizens. They sponsor our show. They've been sponsoring our show. We're forever grateful for them to really sponsor our show. But I have to tell you, I never ask for sponsors, just for sponsors. I have to believe in them myself, and anyone can check my records and know that I've taken all my mortgages uh, from Citizens Bank. Uh, they are, they take the time, you know, sometimes you feel like you're asking too many questions, you feel like an idiot, uh, you don't. They will talk to you whenever, whether it's good online, whether you want to talk to them face to face. And I really advise, Tom, don't you, there are so many different directions to go that people really should take the time. It's most people's largest investments, and people should take the time to find out because there's no one size fits all. And I think Absolutely I was telling right. Tom before the show, would you agree? Yeah, listen, especially, uh, you know, with what people are hearing in the news today, now more than ever really uh, pays to take the time to 
look at all your options, right? And uh, and look beyond the noise, uh, you know, the headlines, and and find a way that works for you. And that's what we're here for. Well, let me say this: I was on. I did a few TV. Oh, okay. I'll finish this later with Tom. Well, hello. I am going to reintroduce you, um, but we are so thrilled that you're on the on our line and that you took the time for us. We're thrilled to have you. I have so many emails and texts from people that are so excited that you're on the show, and you have done extraordinary predictions. You have dealt with, you know, you predicted the 2012 United States presidential election, 18 months before Election Day. You did the Super Bowl 2016, and you made three predictions. Are you always predicting? I've watched you on television. Do you have super? By the way, how? When do you? How do like? Do you have a special power? How does this come to you? Well, I'm, uh, this is Dottie, right? Dottie. Yes. I, yes. I just want to make sure, Dottie. Uh, Dottie, I've been doing this uh, all my career, actually, since I was in my uh, teens. My ability to perceive people's thoughts. It's a sensitivity I have. However, what people are fascinated with, and a motion picture is going to devote some attention to, is one of the great features in my career. Like, I'm appearing right at this time at the Mohegan uh, Sun Resort and Casino. We don't know how many will be in the audience. It's probably around 900. But in all my performances, we gather from the audience four or five people whom I've never met I hand them my check, my fee for the evening, whether I'm appearing at a theater, a nightclub, or, uh, and I've traveled the world. By the way, uh, people don't may not know this, but it's been announced by the airline industry. They estimated as of two years ago, I have so far in my career flown over three and a half million miles. Three and oh one goodness. half million miles. But let me tell you what's going to happen tonight, today. I'm going to turn my check over to this committee, and I will be escorted from the building, uh, whether it's 900 or 1,000 people or 600, I don't know, but I'm, so I don't know what's going on. They, they're going to hide my check anywhere in the entire theater auditorium, whether it's on a person or a place or what have you, and then return to the stage and have me call back in. I have an agreement all over the world. If I fail... To find my fee, my honorarium for that particular show, I will forfeit the entire summer. We'll go to the company that booked me, and the show will be for free. I've done this a number of thousand times. I've 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 only failed twelve times, but some of the crazy places. One universities are incredible because they get ingenious. And at one university in a gymnasium, uh, when I finally found my check. I had a man open his mouth. I said, does this have anything to do with the roof of your mouth? He reached in, took out his upper plates, and handed me my check. Wow, that is phenomenal. And and, and, and is it true that you don't? That's phenomenal. Yeah, the truth of the matter, Donnie, is I cannot do this. I am not able to do this unless the individual involved on the committee concentrates. If they don't concentrate and... And people have seen me through the years on in the, through the years at Carson show. I did I did 88 shows with Johnny Carson, Mike Douglas, all of people. These things are not prearranged. There's no stooges involved. And anybody in the world, and I've traveled the world, 
if anyone can prove that I have ever that I've ever employed uh, uh, electronic devices or secret assistance, I will pay them one million dollars. I'm the only person in the world who offers this because my career. So you offer one million dollars if anybody would find, which nobody would ever even think that, but I'm sure there's some skeptical people if well, they would find any I, I, kind I, I, of. Sure. I like I'm I enjoy skeptic skeptics and so forth, but don't anyone ever accuse me of using hidden electronic devices or stooges because I have never done so in my entire career. And my, my and I travel the world performing in countries that I don't even speak the language, including in Japan, where the committee who hid the item did not even speak English, but they had to concentrate in their mind, and I was able to fulfill it. So this, this my my life my life has been an adventure. Some die some, very soon in the near future. The public's going to learn that I've been called in an, uh, over 150 crime cases in the United States. Where I, not that I solve crimes, I don't point I don't point out who the criminal is, but I'm able to pick up information with potential witnesses that clarifies the crime and, 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 and perhaps helps them uh, solve it. So my life, my life, Dottie, has been... What an amazing career because everyone knows you. If I tell you how many texts and emails, because we put, you know, I promoted it all over the place, and we had such response of, when they heard about you. Everyone knows you. You've been on fast. How long have you been doing this? I am now... 87 years old, and I have been performing oh, professionally since I've been in my teens. And by the way, you're going to—you are the third source. That I'm announcing this. I want the public to hear this because I love my work. I've just finally decided to announce my retirement. I plan to retire four days after I pass away. <laughs> Four days after you pass away, Dottie, I love it. That means I—that means I love my work. I don't intend to retire. <laughs> and you know what? But, then you are so blessed because I—I I really believe that people who love what they do are blessed. But you must have had like some. I mean, how did you? You have a talent. I mean, you have. How, when did you? How did you discover that? You said you started when you were very young. Yeah. Well, what happened was. I had something happen go on. in third. I, I had something happen in third grade when I was a kid. The teacher said to the classroom, uh, I'm, "You're not going to go out and play today because it's raining outside." Jane Hamilton. That was third grade. Sent Jane Hamilton to the hallway outside, and we hid a beanbag on on Jane and we put it in one of the desks. The, the teacher calls her back in and says, "You walk around." Uh, we'll say you're, you're going to try to find a beanbag. If you're here, you'll say you're getting Would you do me a favor? We have a commercial. I would love you to just give us the information because you're playing. Uh, we are going to be so I can post it? Could you stay on one moment? After this commercial, just give us your play as the most eager son. 
Do you want to send your child to a Christian school but are overwhelmed by the cost? Then AM 970 The Answer's discount tuition program may be right for you. The discount tuition program is a way for parents to send their children to a quality Christian school at half the cost of the annual tuition. We've partnered up with some of the leading schools in the New York, New Jersey metro area to help parents to reduce the costs and still have their children receive a quality, faith-based education. Here are just a few of the participating schools. Timothy Christian School, Bergen County Christian Academy, Upper Room Christian School, Martin Luther Middle and High School. You can see the full list of participating schools at am970theanswer.com. AM970 The Answer is also offering each school the opportunity to promote their school with a full radio advertising campaign. For more information on how you can send your children to a Christian school at half the cost of the annual tuition or how you can get your school enrolled in the program, go to am970theanswer.com or call 212-857-9630. That's 212-857-9630. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're speaking another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. The November election is now on us. Do not sit this out. We need you. Make sure you're registered. Make your plan. Make a difference for your vote. Said, I, I'm afraid that through that commercial, I wanted 
the amazing question to give you some information about the Martinian Sun where he's playing soon. And um, I'll get that from him and I'll post it on um, my site, Daddy Realtor, DaddyHerman.com. And of course, you can reach me on any of my sites. I love hearing from you. And I love hearing who you'd like to hear from because I'm always looking to get great guests, people that are very interesting. And I'll tell you what touched me about that, Tom. 87 years old, he's been doing it since he's like 16, and he loves every minute. And when he said he's going to retire toward four days after he dies, which means he's never retiring, <laughs> that's really special to love what you do. Yeah, listen, I can remember I as a child watching the night show with Johnny Carson and seeing him on there. And I'm like, I know he was on there many times, so I just kind of Googled it. I think he was on over 80 times. On the Tonight Show with Johnny yeah, Carson. Yeah, you know, I so. remember, too, because my parents would watch Johnny Carson all the time. So I remember him also, as, uh, you know, when I was young. He's just amazing, just amazing. And so uh, thank you for coming on, and he sounds great, and uh, just hats off to him. Anyway, and he did predict a lot of things. I mean, I think it's a special power maybe some people have. I don't know. Um, we didn't get into that, but one day we will. But, Tom, you know, I have you on the phone. We're on the line, and I had a couple of calls from a few TV stations this week, and some of them were radio, some of them were TV, and basically everyone's asking me the same question. I'm sure they're asking you. Oh, well, are interest rates really – are interest rates taking people out of the market? So I – and, again, when I give you an opinion, I am giving you my opinion, but I feel I am really on top of the business. I feel there's probably not too many people who are more on top of the business than I am, and that's not only in New York, it's nationally. And I've been doing this since I'm 20-something years old, and um, I've never been sitting at a desk. I, I really – and, of course, the radio show makes me even better because I'm always up on everything. Anyway – I look at this, and I will never compare it to 2007 or 2008, whenever we had that whole financial crash. Because first of all, as you know, Tom, people didn't just, you know, they had, you know, uh, you didn't really have to have money. I mean, you could just have decent credit, and you could get a mortgage in 2007. They were giving anyone mortgages. Of course, that's not been the case today. The banks have been fairly good at making sure someone had sufficient down payments. So you're not going to see people that put, I mean, you might see some, but not many that put 30 40% down just go lose their house. Second of all, everyone says interest rates. Well, we, Tom and I talked about this last week. We said interest rates, what are they, seven now about, Tom? Yeah, I would say on average around seven, on a 30-year fix. They're about yeah. seven. I mean, and yep. um, uh, that's historically an average. And so I think what's driving people is, number one, you had you, you naturally have a low at the end of the summer because kids come back from camp, they come go to school, they get school supplies. So it doesn't usually pick up till probably the beginning of October. There are no houses. There's a shortage of homes for the, on the market. So there are there's so many people who want to get in the market, and there's just no inventory. So inventory is a big problem, and of course I'm sure in some places in the United States uh, that I don't know of, 
but there are a couple, I'm sure, where it's different because I can't tell you every state in the country. But I do know in the tri-state there's a shortage of inventory. That's number one. And number two, okay, if you listen to the news, and again, I think I've said this last week, you know, the papers do not get paid to write. The sun is shining. Life is wonderful. We're all happy. Okay? They get paid to put bad news in there. So you're here in recession. People will be losing their jobs. People are not going to lose their houses. People, oh, 2023 is going to be worse. Okay? When people hear that, they take a pause because they're hearing all this negative stuff. And they say, well, am I going to have a job, this and that? And, again, I can't predict the future, and neither can all these people that say they predict it. Okay? But I do know that you cannot compare what they're doing. They are taking the numbers of this year and and next year since 2021, which was the height of the pandemic when everybody moved. And that is not a fair comparison to use 2021. Of course, sales are going to be down because everyone and their mother moved out of the cities. So I think it's a totally unfair prediction. I think that prices will cool down. I think I said it last week, Tom, anything to add, you will have a little bit more flexibility. Yeah, I, and Tom can go through a whole host of mortgages that how many people think that they live in a house for 30 years? So before you just it's, go it's along, and say, now look, it's, when the interest rates were 2 or 3%, hey, I would take a 30 years even if I was living in it from 15. But I think you need to meet with Tom and the guys at Citizens and really sit down and see what's best for you. You'd be surprised what kind of interest rates you can get. And when I started, I took an adjustable rate, and I refinanced it eventually. So I'd like in the future shows you to go through some of those kind of things. Um, like the yeah, different absolutely, Dottie. And I'd and I, and I just like for. to mention, you know, uh, I, I subscribe to Jonathan Miller's housing notes. I'm sure you know Jonathan Miller really well, right? Uh, from yes, Miller of Samuel. course, of course. I supported Jonathan Miller doing a housing report for Douglas Hellman. Yeah, and his uh, this one that he came out on Friday really highlights. Can you speak a little loud? Uh, I'm having trouble right. hearing you. Maybe it's my fault. Yeah, so Jonathan Miller's report on Friday really highlights some of the things we're talking about uh, right now in terms of the inventory, in terms of um, you know sales year over year. But it, it's uh, it's a hot market still in many areas. I mean, I was involved in a listing this week that uh, had 20 offers. On it, I think uh, or eight were over asking. So um, it depends on the market and you know the, how the house is priced. But there are not that many and, homes. Yeah, and that's another thing. Them. It's how the house is priced. You know, I mean, if you know, if it's overpriced, it's not going to get the same. But if it's, in my opinion, price your house the way it should be priced. Don't overprice it. Um, I know I shouldn't really be cutting into your time, which I have two minutes to do, but I will. No, I have a few more minutes. But I just have to tell you something, Tom, because I was totally impressed. I was very fortunate. To, I told you in the beginning of the show that I'm on no sleep. I, uh, 
I was invited to a, a, a very old friend of mine who self-made, met her husband in high school. They were high school students together, married, they're still married, which is really wonderful. Um, and they had nothing, and they became self-made billionaires. And they had been trying to have this party. Actually, they had it scheduled for before the pandemic, but then the pandemic came, so nobody could go. So then we had a Zoom, but which was great, but it wasn't the same. So they had this party in L.A., and they had as their special guest Stevie Wonder and Elton John. Well, Elton John was the main guest, but Stevie Wonder was there, and Gloria Estefan, and it was just a whole host of people, and their closest friends, which they have a lot of close friends. I have never experienced anything like it. I can't even explain to you how beautifully, and it was not set up like a stadium. You know, you could eat and walk around. They had bands singing, and then... At the end of the night, which went on from 5 to about 11 or 12, you walked into this kind of cave, and there was Stevie, I mean, there was Elton John, who sang for at least two hours. And by the way, Elton John is 87 years old, and, you know, everyone said, oh, his voice isn't, his voice is just as strong as it always was. And at 87, to be singing and playing piano for two hours, that's pretty special. Well, up then comes Stevie Wonder. And I was going to try to play it on the air, but I, my audio, you know, I'm not the greatest. What, it just wasn't clear enough. But I want to give you a message that he said that I think we all should take to heart. And this is not about real estate, but this is something from my heart. I believe in it, and I hope that you help me move forward with this. Stevie Wonder got up, and, of course, he... He did the harmonica. He played a. He he worked with Elton John his whole life, and now they're working on a song together. And Stevie Wonder got up and he talked about his career and he talked about Elton John, and then he said, "You know, you might think I can't see, but I can see, and I can see that this world is broken." And as he spoke, I, I, I can't even explain my, my, I, I got shut, I, I just felt like crazy inside my heart because I know it's true. And he said, and we can fix this world by bringing love back into it. And I am working with a series of different artists right now. He's working with Elton John. They're all composing songs for love and bringing unity together. And it was just, so from his heart. And when he said, you know, of course, being blind, when he said, you might think I can't see, but I can see. And I've never seen a world this broken. And we all have to put it back together. So from Elton John to me to Tom to Steve, from all of us, let's all do our part in bringing a little love back to this world. And when someone doesn't agree with you, instead of like, you know, just, why do I hear it? Or I like you're wrong. Just say, you know, I'm certainly open to listening. I might not agree with that, but I certainly will listen. Um, because, you know, we have kids growing up, and I don't want them to see the world like this. I grew up 
You know, I'm sure you did, Tom. We rode bicycles. We played. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I cared about politics then. Okay, but I do remember as much as that, you know, even when people disagreed, they disagreed respectfully. So this is just a message for myself. And, Tom, you want to say anything about that also? I just think it's so yeah, no, I, it's a It's a very powerful message. And, you know, it's. I'm, I'm so glad you're able to share that. And I was going to ask you about that because you mentioned at the beginning, it sounded like an incredible experience uh, just to be around uh, Elton John and Stevie Wonder. But uh, it's true. And I, and I think music has um, the ability to deliver a great message, right, and, uh, and help move people. So I think, um, you know, I I live my life in a way that uh, I, I, I'm very open-minded. I listen to what other people have to say, give them their chance to speak, because I think that's half half the battle, right? And, and people speak over each other and don't allow someone else to, to say what, <clears throat> you know, they feel in their heart. And I think if more people are allowed to do that, um, you know, the world is a better place, right? Even if you don't agree, just understand that people see things differently, right? And, and accept that. So I Yes, I, and I you know something, when they bash cops, and they bash, let me say this, and, I, and this is not about real estate, but I really feel that I need to say this because it's from my heart, and you don't have to agree with it either. There are bad teachers. There are bad doctors. There are bad politicians. Every profession has a couple of bad people. But for those bad people to overrule the rest of all the hardworking people that put everything they have in it is a mistake. But again, if you're the media, and I don't fault the media because obviously they get paid. That's what people want to hear, bad news. (laughs) But we do really, really, really. And you know what? I tell my daughter, hey, I don't think I can change the world by myself, and maybe you can't change the world by yourself, but if you can make a difference in a skillful people's lives, and if when we start to hear such negative things and we say, listen, hey, let's talk about something positive today, or maybe we don't all agree with that, but that person has the right, because it seems like people can't even speak anymore. And, and, and I think that we are all losing respect for you know, like I grew up, I'm sure you did too. That's the president of the United States. Uh, I didn't, you know, you, you, you give them respect. That's your teacher. You give your teacher respect. There's a certain respect that you need to give everybody, regardless of what their profession. And I just think that you might think, gee, what can I do? We can all do our part in making this better, a better place for not only us, but for our kids. So our kids grow up in a world that we grew up in where a handshake meant something and people rode their bikes all day. And I'm sure there was crimes and things, but you know what? It was basically a more Gentile world. So I hope that we, I can share that with you and that we all do our, our little parts and we certainly will do it here. And hopefully um, if we all do a little, it will make a difference. And do I say I run out of time? Yes, I did. Um, and citizens, thank you so much for all you do for us. And Tom, you're the best. I love you. Have fun with your kids on Halloween. And we'll be back next week with our normal two-hour show.
Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.